Welcome to Take Notes, SMB Global Rating's structured finance podcast and the credit events of your day. Tune in as your hosts, Jim Manzi and Tom Shoplocker, explore hot topics across the structured finance and global markets. Hello and welcome to Take Notes. In this episode, we'll be discussing the housing markets in both Europe and the US, which have generally been performing very well, despite the global economic volatility. With me today is recurring guest analyst, Casper Anderson. Welcome back to the podcast, Casper. Thanks for having me, Tom. U.S. housing markets climbed to record highs in 2021, primarily due to low interest rates, supply-demand imbalances, and pandemic effects, such as remote work and school. So far in 2022, the trend has continued through February at least. Across Europe, house prices increased during the pandemic as well, buoyed by low-rate environment, purchase tax cuts, and buyers who had amassed excess savings during the lockdowns. In some countries, significant house price appreciation came about even in the absence of wage growth. At S&P Global Ratings, we are concerned not only with home prices, but with affordability. A decent measure of affordability is the local price-to-income ratio, or PTI, which can then be compared to a benchmark, such as the long-run average PTI. We call this measure either over or undervaluation, depending on whether the ratio is over or under one. Despite high levels of inflation, wage growth is generally not keeping up with home prices, which is broadly shifting housing markets deeper into overvaluation territory across the US and Europe. In the US, the measure of overvaluation is quite straightforward. For affordability, we consider the local price as determined by the Federal Housing Finance Agency, or FHFA, and take the ratio of that to the local per capita income. That ratio is then compared to the 15-year average. While the approach in Europe is similar, the measure is slightly more complicated to account for variability between countries. Casper, tell us how things are done across the pond. For European countries, our starting point for assessing housing market over or undervaluation is a simple measure of affordability, the house price to income ratio compared to the long-term average. If recent values for this measure are significantly higher than the long-term average, then we may consider the market to be more or less overvalued and vice versa. It is also considered in the light of other factors, such as the interest rate and current fiscal environment. And we assess whether these factors are relevant to understanding the level of housing market over on the valuation for region or country. For these assessments, we typically use data from the OECD and the UK and in the UK, the Office for National Statistics and the Land Registry. Unfortunately, these time series we get that we get are not always comparable, and uh, assessments are made on a country-by-country country basis. At the national level, the U.S. housing market was 15% overvalued as of the fourth quarter of 2021, up from 5% overvalued in the second quarter. At a more granular level, some 88% of metropolitan statistical areas in the U.S. were overvalued as of the fourth quarter of 2021, up from 50% in the second quarter. Part of the reason for this phenomenon is that net migration in 30 of 50 states has driven up local home prices in destination states. In other words, population changes are driving demand. While there are some undervalued states, there's a strong skew towards overvaluation notably in states like Idaho and Florida. Casper, what's the situation in Europe? In other words, which countries are hot and which are not? 
We consider different degrees of overvaluation across the European countries, spanning from slightly undervalued to more significantly overvalued. Generally, we consider most countries overvalued, with the exception of Finland, Italy and Greece. In our opinion, the markets in Austria, Sweden and the Netherlands currently have the highest degree of overvaluation. The figures cover some geographical differences even within countries and metropolitan areas are generally more overvalued compared to more rural areas. Now, we use over or undervaluation in connection with residential mortgage-backed securities in our loan evaluation and estimate of loss system, or levels, model, which provides calculations of default likelihood, severity, and loss coverage. The idea is that depending on the pool diversification and location of the underlying mortgage properties, overvaluation means our loss severity assumptions will tend to be higher because a greater correction in home prices could occur under adverse scenarios. Casper, do you want to go into a bit more detail? In our global RBS criteria, our assessment of overall undervaluation applies to our MVD, market value decline, assumptions, when calculating the loss severity for each loan. Up to 50% of the overvaluation amount is added to the MVD, while 20% of the undervaluation is subtracted from the MVD. For example, for a loan in a country with 15% overvaluation, if the standard MVD assumption for a certain rating level is 30%, the MVD would be 37.5%, that is 30% plus 15% times 50%. Conversely, for a country undervaluated by 15%, the MVD assumption for that same rating scenario would be 27%, that is 30% minus 15% times 20%. Data on the PTI ratio in Europe has shown considerable volatility since the start of the pandemic in March of 2020. You therefore postponed updating under an overvaluation and property indexation at the start of the pandemic. Tell us a bit more about this and explain what's meant by indexation. During the pandemic, supported by the low interest rate environment, purchase tax cuts and purchases flush with excess savings, some countries, notably the UK, Sweden, Austria and the Netherlands, saw significant house price appreciation that did not correlate to wage growth. Pandemic-related economic shutdowns during 2020 and 21, along with support measures to counter their effects, likely had a distorting effect on the data we received. For example, reported income may have been temporarily lower while lockdowns were in place. Because of this volatility, we postponed updating under an overvaluation and property indexation at the start of the pandemic. We updated models to reflect the updated levels of under and overvaluation in January 2022. We apply a market value decline stress to the index property valuation. Changes in our over and under valuation assessment can lower or increase assumed loss severities by rating categories. Similarly, the application of indexation can move overall estimation of loss severity upwards or downward. Casper, what's the outlook for housing prices and affordability across Europe? European house prices have been increasing somewhat slower compared to U.S. prices on average, but there are significant uh, regional differences. The higher prices have been accompanied by only a relative modest rise in household debt so far, suggesting that house price inflation is not mainly credit-driven. Looking forward, we expect housing price inflation to have peaked in 2021 in most countries. This is because two of the main demand drivers of housing activity, high savings and loose monetary policies are likely to fade in 2022. We've seen significant increase in longer mortgage rates, and although prices are holding up, 
house price inflation is likely to start moderating to different degrees dependent on country-specific factors. In the case of the U.S., home price appreciation of 20% is unsustainable. With a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage up over 200 basis points in recent months, one expects some attenuation in prices. Because the core drivers are based on fundamental economic factors, however, we feel that the transition to a stable pace of growth should be smooth, but time will tell. In any case, the current levels of overvaluation in the U.S. should eventually subside. I'd like to thank our guest, Casper Anderson. His paper, Asset Price Risks, Inflated Property Values Mean Higher Loss Assumptions in European RMBS and Covered Bonds, is available on our website, www.spglobal.com forward slash ratings. For the U.S. experience, you can download our paper, Housing Overvaluation Trend Continues, What It Means for U.S. RMBS, and that's available on the same site. We'll catch you next time on Take Notes. To subscribe to Take Notes or to view our analyst research, go to spglobal.com forward slash ratings. Thank you for listening to Take Notes with Jim Manzi and Tom Schopflocker.